The TSW Roundtable is a proud member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Follow at SW Commonwealth on Twitter and take your first steps into a larger world. Hello there. You want the bad news? Roger, Roger. The Force. It's calling to you. This is not going to go the way you think. Now you will experience the full power of the dark side. That's not how the Force works. I need someone to show me my place in all this. This is madness. Let the past die. Kill it. It's a trap! Fulfill your destiny. No! from Flannel Beaver Studios, it is a TSW Roundtable. It's a Saturday night in Canada, well, mostly Canada, in North America, I should say, and we're all stuck at home, and we have this COVID-19 thing to deal with, so uh, myself and a few gentlemen I'm going to introduce in a second are going to hang out at the TSW Roundtable, kind of, we're social distancing, but we're kind of hanging out online, so, and we're doing the whole live stream so you guys can join us, so. Real quick, I'm not alone tonight. Uh, if you're watching the live stream right underneath me directly, which is not done on purpose, it just happened that way. Uh, my good buddy, all the way from Alberta, Tim from the Nerd Room. Say hi, Tim. What's going on, everyone? Hope everyone is staying safe, staying home, and staying nerd. Staying nerd. Welcome back, Tim. Yeah, we've we've potted a lot, so this yeah, is we, we are no stranger to this. But uh, and also returning to uh, the roundtable, he's a uh, one of the founding members of the Star Wars Commonwealth, I believe. Uh, if you're looking on the bottom row, right to my left, uh, I, Rob X, say hi to everybody, Rob. Hey, everybody. How you guys doing? Good. So, uh, Generation X-Wing podcast. So, we have That's the right. we're, we're representing Talk Star Wars, the Nerd Room, Generation X-Wing. But it wouldn't be a proper roundtable if we didn't have a night. So, uh, if you look at the chat window and you're looking directly to my left, uh, our Knight of the Commonwealth from, I believe it's the Chicago area. I don't want to pinpoint it. I'll give it his exact address later to anybody that wants it. Uh, Rick, welcome to the roundtable. First appearance, I believe, right? Thank you. It's, uh, it's great to be here in my bedroom, but with you guys. So it's not strange at all. No, it's great to be. I'm sure. I'm sure you've always had three Canadian dudes hang around your bedroom, right? Like this isn't this isn't a new thing, or is this this, this is a a like wish fulfillment? So, yeah. cheers, cheers, and, and, and the great part about it, you know, we're all medically covered, so you know we're probably we're good to go, right? Like we're we're fine <laughs> for now. <laughs> for now, yeah. Now we've ruined that. So, um, again, this is. No, we've we've been dipping into uh, retrospectives throughout the movies. We have a Rogue One retrospective coming up. Uh, Rick, I believe you're penciled in for that one. But this is kind of a hangout on a Saturday night. And basically, what have you been doing lately? Uh, it's kind of a Star Wars feel. So I'm going to start it off with Tim. We have a lot going on. Now, I'll let you pick up that we've had Rise of Skywalker just drop suddenly on digital download. Clone Wars is out. We've had, um, how are you, are you binging? Are you keeping busy during this self-isolation business? So the floor is yours. Well, man, it, uh, 
It's been an interesting few weeks, that's for sure. We've been uh, here in Alberta, we've been on kind of lockdown for almost two weeks with, uh, with the family here. And not a quarantine, but we're just social distancing, you know, doing the right thing here, flattening that curve, if you will. And uh, we have been really focusing in on catching up on things and really doing Star Wars, you know, getting back into it in a real way. One, comics is is where I've been really hanging out a lot. You know, we used to do the TSW comics and that kind of fell by the wayside when I had a kid and all that. And maybe someday we'll get back at it. Maybe this is a perfect opportunity. But the comics have been great. The Rise of Kylo Ren ended on a little bit of a, a slow note, but it was a fantastic, fantastic book. The Vader book. Rick just threw that up, man. Another great book. Really interesting stuff going on there. Bounty Hunters just read that. Rick, look at this guy go. It's it's great. It's got that Mando vibe. I'm absolutely loving that. And then the Star Wars run by Charles Soule. What do you got? Oh, Son of Dathomir. Come on. Picking up off the Clone Wars. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful, Rick. Well cute, man. And Clone Wars, of course, man. I've been doing that week by week. I wasn't a huge Clone Wars guy, but I'm loving what they're putting a screen here. And just how Floney's come back in a big way, Clone Wars come back in a big way. And then even Rise of Skywalker, look, you know, I know people are all over this movie again, the novelization, the the release. Now we have it all in front of us. I don't have a copy yet. I'm waiting for that steelbook. Sanjay has hooked us up and hopefully, fingers crossed, we get them. But I'm looking forward to taking a deep dive back into that. And then always, guys, you can see behind me here. We've got the they got the collection, the action figures, and all that. The hunt's going to be slow for the foreseeable future, uh, but it was really great getting my hands on some of those last few items before everything went into lockdown. Toys R Us is closed here. Everything Lego store, no matter what, like it's all non-essential is pretty much closed out here in Alberta. So even though the world is is slowing down, my Star Wars is probably as high as it's ever been, you know, all facets that they're delivering in, I think have been fantastic. Everything from the toys, the comics, TV, film. I love the rise of Skywalker. I'm one of those guys. Um, I'm proud to be one of those guys. And so I'm going to continue to wave that flag. So that's what, uh, that's what I've been doing. Fantastic. Fantastic. And I, I, I'm surprised the hunt isn't essential. I wish it was, but <laughs> okay, it's someone, there's an email from Toys R Us that said, uh-uh. Not <laughs> <Yeah>. essential. <laughs> I should mention real quick, um, if you're watching the live stream, we have the four windows. We have the one at the bottom, and that's for you guys. So if you're following on the Roman Podcast or my personal Facebook feed, if you're anything you write on there, we're gonna it's going to pop in on the chat. Well, I have I have edit control, so easy. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Grabs just jumped in. Says, "Don't mention hardcovers. Uh, let's not reach muscle fatigue." So, you know, he's, he's we're gonna go take it slow. So, um, Rob X, hello. How you, what do you fill in your 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 self quarantine time with? Uh, a, a Star Wars related. Uh, Star Wars related. It's funny yeah. because um, I've I'm by myself for the next week here. And uh, I'm just kind of, uh, my son's with his mom. And so I've got a week by myself and I'm trying to figure out what to do. And so I'm like, I'm not trooping. At this very moment, I should be in Victoria uh, doing my year anniversary for becoming a 501st member. And obviously it's not happening. So I, I grabbed the bucket this morning and um, I saw some people in Italy uh, do this little video, uh, 501st people in Italy do this little video about uh, just what they do in their time at home and uh, a bunch of us at the outer rim garrison are, th- are doing the same but I, I i decided to take a little further because i'm just bored so <laughs> i grabbed the bucket and i'm just doing a day in the life of a of a uh, of a trooper 
silly things like um sleeping taking a shower you don't see that uh (laughs) running out of toilet paper all that weird little stuff and i'm just goofing around because um i just i gotta do something and i in the back of my uh back of my attic attic crawl space sorry I gra- I had taken some old boxes from my ex-wife's house, which I had to take out of the attic. Right. I stored it, and now it's full of action figures and toys that's been sitting up there for a good eight years. I haven't touched it since. And so I'm going to spend this little time going through it, maybe make some videos, because I've recently made some videos of the Power of the Force line that I just happened to, to pull from my parents' house. So, boy, I sound like a nerd. But um, the, Yeah, this, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like, I'm going to go through these boxes and just kind of see what's in there. It's Star Wars action figures. It's old. I got like Crossbows and Catapults board game in there somewhere. I've got um, an original AT-AT. I've got a Power of the Force AT-AT. I got all these things that are just in boxes that I haven't seen in in almost a decade. And then I got to figure out what am I going to do with it. But uh, it would be fun just to go through these and maybe make some short unboxing videos just to share with other people if they really care and uh, just do that. Well, I saw you, you, you posted a picture of you opening a box and, and you said it was like the Star Wars Rorschach test. Like it was, oh. it was because uh, I'm like, oh, I see the Death Star trash compactor. I see a cloud car <laughs> canopy i also see like it was like and you were like it's weird how different people yeah notice different things that any other person on the planet would not know like yeah it is it it, whatever catches your eye it's i got this one box full of just random stuff from Soundwave to triclops to even like uh i i know that um uh Corey's gonna, or sorry, trap. Uh, Corey's gonna correct me on this one, but these little animals that you can rub and you can sell for fire, water, or wood. He remember, I remember him talking about it a couple of years back, <laughs> and uh, it's just it's all random toys. And I'm just, I would just like to open up and say, okay, we're the first three things you see, and just, and just, it's curious what uh, geeks and nerds will pick out and what really draws the eye. Well, that's just so. like, like I said about that. And it was, what got me was, you know, that cloud car canopy. Yeah. Like, it, and it was upside down. Like only if you had that toy, you know what it is. Yeah. And, but it's just, if you didn't, there's no way you would, you'd guess in a million years what that is, but that, yeah, it's awesome. I, I can't wait to see what, what more you have coming out because it's, dude, I have been salivating over those boxes, <laughs> yeah. those pictures on Instagram, man. Every time you pull a new one out, I'm like, oh my God, like just, I want to be beside you pulling them out. I got seven or eight boxes in there and I was supposed to get together with my, with Anil and Steve and, and uh, Jamie from the podcast and we were just going to go through it. We, that was our plan actually this week or next week. And unfortunately, I, obviously it didn't happen, yeah. but uh, it's just like, I have this baggy full of just random pieces and i was going to do as a as a contest like name as many things as you can like it's so random there's i mean, just to give you an idea if you know gargoyles yep. uh the cartoon yeah. show there's an action figure part in there and it's just like name name these pieces I was, and I was, if you can name the most pieces i'll give you i, I i'll send out a, a prize or something like that but uh it's it's just one of those little random things that i know geeks and nerds love so. Absolutely. So oh. we're going to go around the horn. We're going to toss it to uh, Rick. Um, uh, you've been flashing a bunch of comics in the background there. So what, uh, what's been keeping your Star Wars busyness during this kind of social lockdown we got going on? Um, you know, a lot of my Star Wars time is things that I do with my son. So 
Clone Wars drops, we watch it. Comic books come out. I'm usually telling him what's going on. My shop, well, as of this week, has been really good with, um, you know, getting me very, like I'm a variant collector for covers and stuff like that. So you guys can't see kind of the chaos that's just outside of this little window because over here there's a bunch of stuff and over there there's a bunch of stuff um, that I haven't really sorted and, and organized. So um, I'm really big on print for Star Wars. So I haven't read last week's books or this week's books yet, just kind of with all the craziness. Um, but I was one of the lucky few that had an early copy of the Rise of Skywalker novelization. Oh. So I finished I finished that a week, 10 days before it uh, it came out. And there was a lot of cool stuff in that. I was really iffy on the movie after the first viewing. I didn't really know how to feel about it. Um, and the last time my son and I went to go see it at the end of January, we just had fun with it. And like my mind has kind of changed on the movie and it's not, it's not worth nitpicking over um, as far as I'm concerned, I, I'm looking at it with the mindset that my son has. Again, he's 10 and like you were all roughly about the same age. So when Return of the Jedi came out, I was five and there was no, well, that doesn't make sense. And Ewok should have four, they should blink, you know, like that, <laughs> it, it didn't matter. Um, so after, after that last after the last viewing, we sat in the we we were the the last two in the um in the theater. Everybody else left, and we uh, we stayed through the credits. And we stood up and we were in the aisle, kind of slowly making our way down and just kind of you know seeing whatever names are in the credits and listening to uh to the music. And it just it dawned on me that like this is the last time I'm going to see my childhood heroes on a screen, and I couldn't help it. And it was like. It, uh, you know, I had, had some sweaty eyes uh, for, yeah, yeah, for a yeah. second. <laughs> and uh, and my son said, uh, he was like, Dad, what, what's wrong? You're crying. And I was like, I just love Star Wars. I just love everything about it. And I couldn't, you know, besides, you know, critical nitpicks, I'm not concerned. I wasn't so much concerned about it in the moment. It was just something that I was doing for fun with him. And I'm good with the story as it is. And then, you know, reading the book and everything extra that came out with that, um, all the little extra material that they either added in or just filled in blanks um, was really fun. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, Rick, well, like you were talking, um, your story about when you were mentioning watching your lot the last time you're you're we're watching this saga on the big screen. I, maybe we'll we'll touch on that first as far of as far as one of our main topics. Uh, so, Rob X, Rise of Skywalker. We are literally very like we we we're the OT guys. We saw it as kids. Do you see it in a movie theater? The first no, I time? saw it in a drive-in with my parents. Oh, a, dr- oh, a drive-in with your parents. You were oh, you were there. That You're was the me. Yeah. Fan. So, so the, the, everybody at home playing the TSW roundtable drinking game. <laughs> I saw Star Wars. Wasn't a New Hope. Star Wars in a drive-in in 1977 with my parents. Yes. So the the, the first real fan, I may add. Am well, I probably, correct? Yeah, guaranteed. Yeah. yeah, first real. Well, I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> want to say Stephen real. Colbert. Yes. <laughs> So, uh, so Rob, this is uh, me personally, it, when I saw it, it was kind of like, and again, the digital download just came out. I don't know if everybody on this round tables has purchased it or had a chance to rewatch it at home. And I just saw it again. And I'm like, 
from the comfort of my own couch, I'm like, despite what everybody says and like, you know, of course everybody can nitpack, nitpick about little certain things. I was like, man, I really love star Wars. Like, like this is so cool. You know what I mean? Like, so Rob X, what do you, yes. Our saga finished again. Yeah. <laughs> so- yeah. Again, <laughs> I, I guess um, I was spent after the last time uh, it ended after episode three. And then uh, it was just, this is just a nice little surprise having this, seven eight and nine come out so when it finished um i was okay with it it's it's fine it wasn't it's the star wars uh i'm sorry i'm just gonna sound nerdy uh, sorry not, not nerdy but sound a little bit um i don't mean to come off whiny because it really isn't it's not my star wars anymore uh this star wars it was great i enjoyed every i enjoyed all last three episodes uh lots of fun i really enjoyed solo but the when it comes to the prequel or the sequels i really enjoyed it but i had come to terms with the fact that this is not directed towards me but i can still enjoy it they have they still give me little things oh there's wedge oh there's this oh there's that that's great i love it um but when it ended i was happy with it it was it's good because i know that star wars is going to continue on from there i have not purchased the digital i haven't purchased the last three movies i haven't pur- sorry last five movies including rogue one i haven't purchased it because it's just <laughs> you want to talk about original i spent so much money buying the original trilogy like 15 di- different bloody times because george lucas wanted to put Jabba in there or a droid in there or McClunky in there. And it's just like, you know, it's just like he keeps changing things. And I was just, I had, I've been spent. So he's gotten enough of my money. I even bought the original trilogy on Blu-ray. It's just, I'm, I'm not Star Wars out, but I'm, I, I'm out of money when it comes to spending so much money on the movie. I got streaming now. I'll watch it when it comes streaming. I'm enjoying Mandalorian right now. I'm enjoying uh, Clone Wars, those are great. I don't feel I have to keep spending money because my money is precious to me now. Uh, single dad, and uh, it's just uh, don't have a place to live right now. So it's just like the, my money. You're not George Lucas. You got enough money. You don't need my money, kind of thing. Uh, Disney, you don't need my money. But at the same time, going back to what you're saying, I went on a rant. Sorry, I've been trapped in this house. Uh, I, it's just um, it's fine. you only got like a week left. Yeah, <laughs> only a week left. But it's just. I enjoyed Skywalker. It was a lot of fun. Um, I went in there with open eyes and just tell me a story. I'm not going to bitch at you. Just, just show me what you got and I'm going to probably enjoy it. And I did. And uh, I was satisfied. I was happy. I went to the last movie by myself, unfortunately. Uh, We were supposed to go with everybody else, but we didn't. And it was fine by myself. It was just... um, it was, I was around other people who were enjoying it and other, other quiet, polite Canadians who don't <laughs> say anything or don't clap or anything like that. But, uh, like I said, it was, it was great. I'm happy. Let's see what you got now. So excellent. And be, uh, Tim, before I throw it to you, I'm, I'm going to just touch on it. Cause you were mentioning this was, this is not your star Wars. Like it's not made for us. Like, again, they have the Easter eggs in there, which are, are, are great. And again, when we saw wedge, fantastic. All this, stuff. this is something I've noticed with, this sequel trilogy for, for the people that maybe not Tim and Rick's age, but the, the really younger audience, the people that were kids when the prequels came out were like, say like, you know, I was like four or five, like when the OT started. So the kids that were the same age when the prequels came out, they really grew up on the prequels and they loved it. And I've actually heard a lot of them don't like the sequel trilogy. And again, they're like, 
ironic. I call them the ironic generation because they're like, oh, the sequel, that's not my Star Wars. And then not in Rob's way where it's like, yes, we've just grown up. They're like, oh, that's not what I wanted. So that's not mine. It's almost like what we heard a lot of the OT guys when the prequels came out. It's like, oh, that's not my Star Wars. Uh, OT forever, whatever. And now you have the next generation that were kids during the prequels are like looking at the sequels going, I'm not stopping my Star Wars. And I'm, I'm, I'm watching this online and I, I stay out of it when online, but I'm watching this going, Oh, this sounds very familiar. It's like, I've done this like tw- 20 years ago. What's going on? Like, this is really strange. So Tim, um, jump in here, rise of Skywalker, but also if you can kind of comment on that kind of that phenomenon that's happening. Like if, I guess if you're five and this thing comes out again, I love them all. So it doesn't bother me, but maybe, I don't know that some people just, whatever you're born into that trilogy is your trilogy. Well, and that's it, right? You want to own something and that's fair that, you know, there's a OT generation, a prequel generation, and now a sequel generation. And speaking from, I would consider myself and every fan, I don't have like, sure, there's films I like better than others. And there's certain issues I have with particular parts of the sequel trilogy, the prequels, and even parts of the OT that are like, they're like, they're fantastic films, but they're by no means like perfect cinema. Um, But when I look at it objectively, I'm like, Hey, these are movies. You can, you have the choice to watch these. If you, if you, if you don't like the sequel trilogy, that's cool. Just be on your way and you can watch OT and prequel. Um, I personally really enjoyed the sequel trilogy for for what it was. Sure, would I have liked a few different threads pulled a different way? Yeah, but these guys are creatives. These guys are paid to, to make films, and they were entertaining. The Force Awakens was one hell of an experience. When seeing that, you know, 10 years out from Revenge of the Sith, you know, I'm kind of in a weird space when it comes to Star Wars. I was kind of born and grew up in the 90s when there wasn't a whole bunch of Star Wars on film. Yeah, I had the OT, had to wait till I was, you know, early teens before the the prequels came out and Star Wars kind of ramped back up. And then I went into university towards the end of that and my mind was elsewhere when wait, Revenge of the Sith came out. Yeah, you, you didn't have that, oh, I got to get that action figure Star Wars experience because you were you were too, wait, you weren't here during the OT and you're, wait, you're a little old by the time... Yeah, well, and I was I was around. I was 15 when the when Phantom Menace came out. Yeah. So and, oh, yeah, and again, granted, you 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 were still collecting figures. You were still oh, hiding sure. under your bed with exactly. Other stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's yeah, little boxes for different things, right? There's yeah, yeah, different shape. It depends one. your mood. <laughs> <laughs> and action figures, like, and I, there's a point in my life where I was just like, this is action figures aren't something I talk about, and then by attack of the clones and revenge of the Sith, I'm late high school, early university when it's like, it's pretty far from my mind at this point. Yeah. Sorry. I just, I just had this image of Tim teenage, (laughs) Tim reaching under his mattress to grab something and then ends up with like Jar Jar and like, yeah. Oh, Darth Maul. Oh, you'll do. (laughs) It's probably all right. Yeah, you can see. So I have this like weird gap in my action figures. I go up to the Phantom Menace. And then when I was in, university i kind of picked it back up near my third year where revenge of the sith came out and all that and so i have a stack of revenge of the sith figures and then it disappeared for me for for years and it wasn't until the hype of the force awakens that it really started to amp up when i got podcasting i met all you guys i started really collecting that's when i met troy and sanjay Mm -hmm. and everything just kind of skyrocketed from there and i think a lot of people had that experience and to be honest with you force awakens 
Rogue One, even Last Jedi. Yeah, I have issues with it, but they're all fantastically made films. Yes, of course. From a Star Wars perspective. And come on, like half the stuff I got back there is from the sequel trilogy. And now coming from the lens of my daughter, who is five, she'll be six later this year. I'm starting to show her stuff like Clone Wars, Rebels, but she absolutely loves The Force Awakens. She loves Rey. And this is the first time for me that I've had that experience of when, you know, when there's a little girl seeing through her eyes, the the hero is a female. Like she doesn't really connect with Anakin. She doesn't really connect with Luke. But when she sees Rey, it's like an explosion in her brain and she projects herself exactly to that. And so it's really awesome seeing that they've put that, that female protagonist mm-hmm. in the space, kind of put her up. And now my daughter feels like she has her own Star Wars. And that's the thing I love about the sequel trilogy is now her growing up. This is her, her generation, her Star Wars. Yep. Her growing up into that, she can project herself into it and find herself loving Rey. Like I, she dresses up as Rey and we go to cons and we do all this. And so I can see from like this broad spectrum of whether it's OT prequel, sequel, comics, whatever, there's something for everyone. You don't have to like everything. I never read any of the old extended universe stuff and I don't read everything now, but I like and I choose what I want to do. And The Rise of Skywalker, I went that, the first thing I said, I want a Star Wars experience. You know, it doesn't like... That's and that's what I got, you know, coming off the back of Avengers Endgame, which was the best cinematic experience I've ever had. And that's just because of the people in the theater, you know. And then going to Rise of Scott, I went with 20 people, 20 <sighs> friends. Jeez, and we started at Rise of Scott or Force Awakens, we saw Last Jedi, and we finished it off here. So we had this tradition going at Christmas time, all of us, you know, a few dinner, a few beers, hit the theater, and just have an experience. That's what I wanted, and it delivered on that. Yep. And yeah, sure. You know, we review movies, we nitpick sometimes, we pull things apart, we have preferences, we see things that maybe could have been strung through a little better. But at the end of the day, it was it was a Star Wars experience and that's what I wanted of it and it delivered on that. I I hear you say the same thing about DC all the time. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I want a DC experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know no, that's an inside joke. Um all uh, what I should uh, just real quick jump in here uh Matthew Gilbert from Australia, he jumps in. Uh, he says, "Hey, folks, hope you're all well. Watched episode nine for the first time since the cinemas and had a blast, despite yes. its frustrations." Yes. Uh, Mike McDonald, uh, part of the Commonwealth, he says, "Greetings from Belle Rive." Ooh, there we go. <laughs> Sorry, it's it's not exactly French, but you know, when you see Belle, you kind of have to. Uh, Dave also uh, chiming in from Twitter. He's old enough to uh, seen all of them in the theaters. He he just um, and I just don't get the haters of any of them. Yeah, correct, Dave. We I agree hundred percent. Haters are people who are. Um, <sighs> yeah. I I I. I equate haters to people who are still not uh, grown up yet. They're not mature enough and they're not comfortable, confident in themselves to accept others, different opinions is okay to not like something. But um, I see it like I'm a teacher and the same behavior that, uh, that I hear about on, on Twitter or, or whatever the, the people that complain or whine or, or threaten even uh, is the same immature behavior you have from kids who are just learning how to grow, how to mature. There is prepubescent. It's, uh, it 
but the difference is, I think a lot of the time is kid these the kids I teach have a chance of maturing. Uh, these these uh, a lot of people on online are at a state right now where it's just like I just don't feel they're confident in themselves as a person, yeah. and they need to find their tribe because they don't have a tribe. I know it's it's. I don't know if that's getting psychological, but it's just, I see the same behavior, the same kids that went like when I took, when our school took everybody to see force awakens the entire school to see force awakens. There was still the one kid who would run through the hallway screaming out solo is dead. Solo is dead. Yeah. Han Solo is dead. And it's just like, who are you trying to impress? And it's just, it's a kid trying to find acceptance or a laugh or some sort of tribe. And, um, I can't, I can't hate the kid because he's still learning. Yeah. But it, yeah, it's kind of, it's kind of like, even though Rob, you'll, you'll agree with this. I'm quite sure. Michael Jackson thriller album came out in the eighties and it was the biggest thing Ever, yeah, yeah. ever. I know where you're going with but this. It wasn't cool to admit if you were like myself, yeah. who was a Motley Crue, shout at the devil. Yeah, I had to wear that badge of I don't yeah. like Michael Jackson. That's not for <laughs> me. I'm a metalhead. But yeah, wow, that Billy Jean. That's some catchy crap right there. That's unbelievable. Like I remember how much I hated Michael Jackson just for the fear fact that I needed to hate Michael Jackson. Yep. Don't know why I just hate and I need to hate him because probably some kid liked him or something like that. Because but it wasn't cool for a guy our cool. age. New to- kids on the block. All the, you know, just pick yep. somebody. Justin Bieber, if you want to talk about 10 years ago, uh, eight years ago or something like yep. that. Yet... Still, these guys sell millions and millions and millions of dollars. Somebody must like them. I mean, whether still your your taste, it's there is something there. And again, you yeah, we have to like it. Yeah, and we didn't know Michael what all the other stuff. Like he was. Yeah, put that uh, aside. Yeah. yeah, put that aside. Just <laughs> we're talking about his music. Yes, that thrill that Thriller album is outstanding, front to back. Like it's just it's a masterpiece. And but we could never admit such a thing back in the day because no, that would be. We'd be called all sorts of homophobic names and all sorts of stuff. So, so here's a here's like a little Canadiana for you. Sorry, Rick. Um, so, uh, and probably only you and me are going to get this, Rob. But Switchback, yeah. if you remember Switchback on CBC, uh, I don't know if Tim does this, but Switchback on CBC, I mean, they were they were talking about Michael Jackson, and then uh, Much Music were like, the, I, th- I think it was Switchback or Much Music were going to air the the first Thriller video and it was there was warnings and everything and we're all getting excited and it's just like and i hate michael jackson but i was there to watch that damn yes video. yeah it was a theatrical release but on yeah. on much music well that's a canadian thing too anyway we're going off on a tangent terry david mulligan that's all the I whole guess. point the whole point of this rant is to say <laughs> it, the whole point of the rant is to say there are people that poo poo star wars because it is the coolest thing on the planet at the moment yeah, you mean whenever whenever there's a new movie coming out and they have to be that that ying to the yang they just they have it deep inside and that's what we're comparing our use to so i'm gonna throw it back thank you rick for being patient you're you're unfortunately you're on with three canadian podcasters and we're not leaving you a whole lot of room here on the show but you are the knight of the commonwealth um yeah you were you spoke so beautifully about your final viewing in the cinema with uh with rise of skywalker so what now that that's done and you have kids and you're saying you're enjoying this stuff with your with your son uh, is the, uh, is the new Disney streaming like, you know, the Mando and with the, uh, with the new clone wars and all stuff. Is this, uh, is this enough to keep it going for you or is this, or to keep it, keep it up with your kids? Uh, well, it's just my son, but, um, okay. Yes. 
Yeah, because, you know, he's into, you know, other stuff as much, you know, maybe I've failed as a parent that he doesn't only love Star Wars, but he's into, you know, Pokemon and he plays Minecraft and, you know, we, we got him a Switch for his birthday. So he's playing, you know, Mario Kart and stuff. But his own man. If, um, yeah, of course, you know, and, and I want him to be just so long as he doesn't hate the things that I like, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but no, he's... um what we get is enough um, in regards to the things that I experienced just with him. I mean, we, we spent, I mean, last year was just like a flood of information from the beginning of the year until the movie came out. It was like every other day there was some new bit of news or behind the scenes or, or um, an announcement of something or a date or a new book, whatever it was, there was always something to talk about. And it was so exciting to be a fan in the last year leading up to the release of the movie because there was, again, it was a lot to talk about. It kept podcasters talking. It kept my son and I talking about some of this stuff. And I look at it now in hindsight and as as fun as it was and as exciting as it was, especially having celebration here in Chicago last year, um, looking at it afterwards, it's almost like, man, we kind of almost got too much because we got used to seeing or hearing about every little bit of minutia that goes into the, the behind the scenes or what's coming and what expectations are there to the point where now things have slowed down. We're like, Oh man, what are we going to do? Well, we talk about our fandom. That's what, that's what we should be doing one way or another. But I'm at the point now where I kind of don't want to know everything that's going on because again, looking at it, in hindsight, it kind of sullies the experience because it builds up an expectation that you realistically, nothing is going to live up to it if you're that hyped up for it. You know, when you look at certain segments of fandom, and I'm not trying to call anybody out, but when you find yourself aligned with a group that falls in line with it, with a certain expectation, and then it the movie makers decide that that's not exactly what they want to do. You're going to be let down. Or if you have a favorite character in, in, in these new movies that you expect something grand and big to happen for that one character. And it doesn't happen because the filmmakers decide not to go that route. You're going to be let down. You know, it's like, it's like when your, your favorite band goes on tour you know, we all have our musical taste and uh, you go to see them play. It gets to the end of the show and you're thinking, man, that was great. But there's that one B-side that they never released and it was a thing. And I wish they would have played it. And then they didn't. You're so hyped up for the experience catering to you in a way that it can realistically, um, in terms of what you're getting, you're getting a story that, yeah, if you don't like it, you don't like it. But the idea that like everything was so amped up all year long last year um, leading up to, like I said, before the movie came out and even before the Mandalorian came out, um, there was all of this hype and build up better love to it. And Mando was good, but there were a couple of episodes that didn't jive with everybody. Um, you have to take it like, and again, as us, we're all adult straight males. Um, everybody's experiences are going to be different, but you have to temper your expectations to a degree so that whatever you do get, you know, you can say, okay, cool. That was, I liked it. I didn't like it. And to give you an example, we got the first 
Clone Wars episode with Ahsoka yesterday. And as much mm-hmm. as I love Ahsoka and the news that we got yesterday concerning, um, if we want to get into it, the cast, you know, potential casting, rumored casting um, for Mando season two, um, I didn't really care for the Clone Wars episode that we got. You know, there wasn't a lot there, you know, with the Bad Batch came in and it was fun and it was entertaining and it was a lot of pew pew and, you know, we're blowing stuff up and we're saving Echo. We knew that that was the crux of the story from the beginning. Yesterday's Ahsoka episode, which I'm glad she's back. I'm so happy to see her in new content again, but the episode didn't really hit for me. And again, I'm okay with that because I knew what my mindset was that my expectation. Yeah, you're a mature person. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I didn't go into it like, oh, she's going to come in, lightsabers flailing like, you know, like Grievous, and she's going to be taken down. Like, no, that's not what the story is going to be. But again, what we did get was fun, but it's not like, well, they ruined Ahsoka. They, they really, no, you know, Dave Filoni ruined and my any, 30s. Anybody, yeah, no, anybody poo-pooing the, the recent Ahsoka episode is, I think what, it, what it's coming from is we know we have a very finite amount of these episodes left forever. You know what I mean? So we, yeah. every one of them, we want to count. So if they don't quite hit with you or it's like, Oh, that didn't move along where I want it. Like, again, people just, again, it's hard to, we're not getting mad at fandom. We're not getting mad at the online community. It's, it's just, we understand when people are love these characters so much. And it's like, we, we know we only have a little bit left. And then it was the same reaction with Luke with the sequel trilogy it's like oh everybody loves luke and if they didn't they didn't land the way they, they didn't play him the way they wanted it's like it's it's not like they're mad it's just disappointed like i mean it's like you you know you only got a finite time left with these but there characters. was a lot of anger <laughs> yeah no i i completely rick i completely understand what you're saying there um just a real quick note we have grabs and res we have we have grabs and res on the uh, on the chat which uh and they're having a, a conversation about neonum so if you're yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so if you notice in the chat window, we got we got some we got some we got some uh, listeners that I, are just like on a, their own. I have a reveal. I have a okay. live reveal for grabs. Okay, can we do that? Yeah, yes. you can do whatever you want. Sure, is grab if grabs still on the chat? I got I got some, a live reveal. Grab okay. it for grabs. This is a quarantine reveal because okay. this is supposed to go in the mail. But given circumstances, I'm going to wait. So give me. Six seconds. Six seconds. Okay, you're gonna, you're you're counting down. I think I know. Here we okay, go. Here we Live go. reveal. So, I've been meaning to send this for a little bit of time, but you know, given current circumstances, given that we're live, we've got grabs in the chat here. I've got something for him that will end up in the mail. Oh, yay! <laughs> and for those, he's gonna not- lick it before he sends it to you. <laughs> Yes, and, and, for, and, and for those that are, are, are listening and are, are listening after the fact, uh, Tim, please tell us what uh, what you have there for grabs. We've got a, a Neonum EB Games exclusive, EB GameStop, whatever exclusive here. And grabs our dude, you know, he's, he's a listener of the Nerd Room, that always yep. interacting with us. Sir Grabs, he's a yeah. Big fan. Big, yeah, sorry. Sir Grabs, yes. He's a big, big fan of Neonum. And uh, I got this years ago, and I just did a, a self purge here, getting rid of a lot of stuff. And I said to myself, there's one dude that needs this. Yeah. And that's grabs. There you so, go. Hashtag Neon Nun lives. 
Libs, this is all yours, buddy. Once, uh, ah, there he is. You know, he just chimed in. Thank you so much. And he's very excited. Yes. He's you'll excited. get that probably sometime in, I don't know, next May. <laughs> <laughs> whenever, whenever we're allowed to send stuff via. Yeah. Yeah. Once yeah. ever, once the, yeah. <laughs> so, or maybe I'll, maybe, do you th- okay, here's a question. I got a question. Sort of to, to, no, nope, go right ahead. Rob. Yes, do you, sir. Do you, yes. other Rob? Yes. <laughs> Actually, yes, both Robs because. Okay. Because we're the same person. Why not? We're yeah. <laughs> more or less same name, same person. Yeah. Take three letters, Tim, Rob, whatever. Um, do you think that we are going to be able to, to go to celebration or do you think that's going to get nixed this year? Um, wow. Okay. Well, first of all, for me, it's not looking good. I had a, a family Disney cruise planned literally the two weeks before celebration. And it was just, and it's not some, I'm, it's, we're not world travelers. It was just, just happened to line up that way. I was actually worried because the cruise was booked and I was worried, oh, celebration is coming in August. What if the celebration is during the cruise? I'm like, oh, then I'm going to have to miss. <laughs> yeah, you don't, you mean again. Anyway, it was just some, it's stupid first world problems, right? So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just literally canceled in the steps to canceling my Disney cruise because it, it, it involves a lot of other family members and I'm not canceling my hotel room or anything yet because I still have that no need. I still have that little hope that it's still going to happen, but I'm not, if, if it's for the safety of everybody, I'll be disappointed, but I won't be upset if that makes any yeah, sense. Yeah. And I, I, we're the same way, you know, we're supposed to be on a, a Disney cruise and a Disney world trip in two weeks in April, yeah. mid April. And that's not happening. And I'm thinking we're looking at, celebration we had planned to also go to disneyland there my family was going to come down with and all that and end of august and i don't know if it's i wouldn't be surprised if we hear in the next two weeks that celebrations uh pushed for a year or something like that i think i think the first shoe to drop will be we lost um a d23 and and i think the next one will be san diego comic-con and then if that goes the other domino will fall san diego comic-con is gone i think i think i think these big venued big gatherings are going to be nixed probably till sometime in 2021 i just don't think that there's going to be the risk taken on the part of of any of the organizers to put something and put that many people that close into a room into a giant forum of some sort and exposing how many it, and so it's an unfortunate thing. I've been thinking about that a lot. About oh, man, you know, I missed <laughs> celebration in Chicago for very good things. You know, we yeah, had a yeah. baby and all that. And you know, I got Rick ended up taking my tickets, which was awesome, and he ended up hooking me up with the exclusives and all that. So it all worked out for everyone. But this one, it was like you know, I remember when I bought the tickets, and Rob said, "All right, Tim, you're going, but just stay away from your wife around. I don't know, December." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I, my exact words were "stay off your wife" in December, so you can go to celebration. If that, your and words, again, not I, mine. I don't know if she's watching. Those are, words, not mine. Those are my words, and I apologize to everybody. But we're all adults here. Let's let's yes, be real. Yeah. So, and again, um, yeah. So that's just it. So, and and well done. Position makes a big deal. Yeah, yeah. Well done, Tim. You you managed to. I did it. I did it. You, you didn't did do it. it. I, I don't know. You but then the world is halfway deal <laughs> ending now. So yeah, maybe yeah, exactly. But then again, you know these things are, I, I guess, the way they're supposed to be. Um, Rob X, what do you, what are your what do you Tim was throwing it out? What are, what are your thoughts? Uh, not looking good, I don't think. Or um, 
Yeah, well, a lot happens. Uh, it's only been a week since we've had to deal with the major part, at least in Canada. It's been yeah. a week since we've really gone hardcore on dealing with what's been going on. A lot happens. But um, when I hear the news talking about the new normal, and I don't think this is the new normal, I think this is just is, it is what it is at the moment. I have a feeling celebration will be canceled. Um, but I don't think we'll hear it until maybe, um, I, I, the way you, you explain it, Tim, I think that's the best way because I think they go in order, they go in order. They just, they don't want to cancel right now. It's too far ahead because there's still, as we say in Star Wars, there's still hope, but I think it's, uh, I think it is false hope because I, as everybody here has probably been to a con and con flu is a real thing. Uh, whether it's an actual floor or not. Contract, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a real thing. You do interact with a lot of people. And so I'm really disappointed because I was planning on going with this one. Um, I still am collecting money, saving money for it. uh, But I have a feeling this is going to be canceled. And I'm accepting of that. It's just, that's just the way it goes. I I need to focus on, I need to focus on bigger things right now. So. Yeah. And okay. So Rick, last year, Last year, almost exactly at this time, we're just like a few weeks shy of the one-year anniversary. Star Wars Celebration fell in your backyard. Like, yeah, what was what was that like? That'd be like it. That would be that would be like having celebration for me that lands in Toronto. Like, it'd be like, oh, is this? <sighs> it's close enough. Like, it's wow, this is weird. So, what was that like? You like Star Wars came to your to your house. Celebration being here was about the most well. Excluding what's happening right now, probably the most surreal thing that I could think of. And um, when the announcement came out in 2018, it was like, you know, I saw it on Facebook and just scrolled past it because it never seemed like it was going to be a reality. And then one of my cousins uh, sent me a text and was like, have you seen this? And I was at my son's Taekwondo class with him and like, was like, and I called my son's instructor out because she's a big Star Wars fan too. And I was like, you need to see this. And she's like, what is going on? And I'm like, Star Wars celebration next year. And like, so she freaked out and like ran and put it on her calendar right away. And when it happened, you know, with, uh, with, you know, Tim's uh, poor planning um, and, uh, you know, baby making, we, um, <laughs> Um, he, he, he could not go. And, um, I, you know, offered to graciously accept his, um, his, his ticket to go to celebration and as you should. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it came up and I was like, I'll, I'll give you face value. I'll give you extra. And he said, no, just give me some of the exclusives and we'll work it out. And I said, great. And then there was like add, adding to all of that excitement there was like, he, he, Tim sent me a message saying, you know, like, Hey, it's, it's in the mail. It should be there by X date. And I was like, okay, great. And I hadn't told my boss that I wasn't, that I was going to call off a work, you know, that Thursday and Friday, probably not Thursday, but just Friday because that was the episode nine panel. And, um, the tickets had not come in and I'm like, I'm I'm not going to tell him I'm going to take the day off if they're not here. Like, I'm not going to, I didn't want to lose out on the day. So, you know, it ended up, you know, Thursday rolls around and I'm starting to see pictures and, you know, everybody's hanging out already. And that Thursday night, my son and I went out and had, we had dinner with, um, 
with uh, David and uh, and uh, Nathan and and Sam uh, from Tattooing oh, Sounds. Yeah. We went out. We had pizza with him and a couple other people with um, the professor of positivity himself. Uh, you know, Neil. You know, he came out and met <laughs> yeah. us, and we we yeah we had pizza. It was great. We all had we had a good time. You know, just chatting up. You know, our favorites and what we expect and stuff. And um, the next day was the episode nine panel. And again, my the passes hadn't come in the mail yet, so I went to work. And I ended up um, on my lunch break watching the um, the episode nine panel. And probably about a half an hour after that, my wife texted me and she said, um, the package has arrived. And it was like, <sighs> oh, thank Man. God. And so Saturday, we, we already had tickets for Saturday to go anyway, the three of us. And um, so we went and I ended up giving my one day pass to another guy that I had talked to online who... Um, he had a ticket for himself and he found one for his mom, but he didn't have one for his dad. And they just wanted to come for the day. And I said, listen, meet me outside of the arena at about X time. You can just have my one day, you know, whatever, have, have fun. Um, so we got there Saturday in time for a fallen order for uh, yeah, for a Jedi fallen order panel. We saw that it was such a whirlwind that, that whole weekend of, you know, making sure that I got the exclusives for, for Tim and then subsequently for myself, but trying to catch up with, people like i don't think i went to a single panel the entire weekend i think everything about that was just hanging out with people and talking and like i'd like we're we're i can we're all friends but we've you know we've never been face to face or shook hands or things like that but i know when the day no shaking hands no you know what i mean i'm not you know i don't i stopped looking i stopped looking i stopped i stopped licking my palms a long time ago so um, right. Well, I actually, Rick, Rick, what you're saying there is, is absolutely true. It's very strange. Um, you were there, I was there all weekend. We never, we've still never met face to face. Right. Because what hap- what people don't understand is, and, um, you guys, Tim and Rob, you guys remember Ben from the Skyhoppers. Mm-hmm. We saw each other. He was coming down an escalator. It was like from a rom-com and I'm like, Ben. And he's like, cause I do that when I see him. Because his name's Ben, and you have to do the Han Solo <laughs> Ben. Anyway, so and he comes down, and he kind of recognizes me, and like, because you know he's he's a growing boy. He's changed a little bit since since Celebration Orlando. Anyway, big big hugs, and then a Skyhopper listener sees him, and then jumps in, and he kind of hijacks our conversation. I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it, Ben. We're gonna meet up for for a meal, and it just never happened. And mm. it, I had one thing after another. And then finally the last day on the Monday, I'm like, we're going to meet for lunch. And then I had an autograph signing with Greg Proops and they bumped that back over lunchtime. And it was just like, I never got to see him the rest of the con. Yeah. And it wasn't, we were like, we're trying to avoid each other. It just, it's insanity. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And again, it's I, when's the next time I'm going to be in Chicago. Mm. I don't know. Probably. I, not that I know, like, you know, I mean, but it's Ever. just one of those things con it's really hard, but it's, it's, it's interesting to hear that, that reaction to oh, celebration just landed in my backyard. This is crazy. Like, yeah, it was, it was a crazy weekend and being there and hanging out with uh, all the different people that we met. Um, the only big panels that I did go to, like I said, was that full and order panel. And then Monday morning, uh, I went to the Phantom Menace panel with, um, with Michael Morrissey, who's now writing like Star Wars adventure comics and stuff like that. We met oh, the week prior at a book signing and stuff. So like, yeah, we've, we've stayed in touch and stuff. So it was, it was great. And Tim, I haven't said this to you so you, that you can hear it with your own ears. Thank you. 
um, for those. I know I've told you and I typed it out, but you know that that that's one of those things that you know I I like I said if if I would have gone beforehand, it would have just been one day, and you know being able to go you know, those, the three days that I did and hook up with the people that I did who are now going to be lifelong friends. I mean, I owe you a debt of gratitude and I know it was just a circumstantial thing because, you know, your, your daughter was, was born uh, around that time. But, you know, it's, you know, I mean, I joke and say, like, well, the trade-off was I went and you got a baby, but um, it was, yeah. it, it was a lot of fun and, and, and I owe you. So thank you. Well, no, and like to be, the the thing that's awesome too is that you paid it forward. You had handed off your your one day pass, and that's what I love about the community that we're all part of, right? And that's to me the biggest thing that's coming to Star Wars fandom for me personally since really The Force Awakens is this big community. And you mentioned Rob, you know, none of us have ever met each other, but we're in the DMs talking almost every day. You know, we podcast together, we talk, we share different things. You know, we all understand what each other's likes. You know. When something weird like a Pez thing pops up, you know, Rick tags me in it or he tags <laughs> Sunjay in something and, you know, just random stuff. You know, Rob's tagging me in all this stuff that he's posting on Instagram with all the, the, the power of the force and Phantom Menace stuff. And it's so I have this like really close community that we're all a part of now. And I didn't have that before. And so the ability to hand off those tickets to someone that I would know was going to enjoy it, you know, it's like sending something to a good home. You know, you want someone that's going to enjoy it, take advantage of it and, and just go crazy with it. And then on top of that, you know, you, you hooked me up with the Phantom Menace, two exclusive figures and the, the celebration before that, Rob down in Orlando <laughs> hooked me up with the, the X-Wing Luke. If I only and, known how much he would have been, I would, no, I'm, I'm joking. Yeah. If, if only, right? <laughs> no, no. I, 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 my, my thing is when I see these things, I just want to save them from eBay. You mm. mean like I just Scalpers, I, yeah. like if they, if I can if I can get in line if I have an exclusive lottery win or some whatever the case is and I can snatch it and get it to a someone that's going to really appreciate it that just can't make the trip for whatever reason I that's that's just that makes me all the more happier and also too I'd be really remiss if I didn't mention our good friend Steve Kirk he yes. was right there that's where the yeah. X wing Luke is right there there he is. <laughs> Yeah, Steve Kirk, he was the the most generous guy out of out 100% of, out of all of us and he was that he lived For to Steve. to make these little what yes. these little the, yep, these little things like for uh whether it was an X-wing Luke or a poster or something, he was he lived for making everybody's little tiny dreams come true and and so that's I have yeah, I have to comment on that too, man. That guy was uh, an absolute gem, you know. You know, rest in peace, Steve. He uh he had been to numerous cons and he sent me over two years exclusive from San Diego Comic Con, exclusive Iron Man, Mark yeah. One, Funko Pop. He sent me this gorgeous Ryan Man. Actually, I'm gonna show it off here. See the art right there? This thing right here that's framed? Yep. This is Steve Kirk. It's all of Ryan Meandering, who's the concept artist for the MCU. It's all his concept art from for Captain America from the first Avenger right through to Infinity War. Absolutely beautiful pieces autographed. He sends it up to me. He says, You have to have this. I didn't know what it was. I said, dude, let me, you know, let me pay you whatever. And he says, I don't want anything. And it was yeah. the same thing with the Funko Pop. And I'll tell you guys this too, after talking to him, you know, before his uh, his passing, he had bought four tickets to Star Celebration. And he had only planned on using four four day passes. He had only planned on using one. He had planned on giving away three others. That's the type of guy he was. He wanted to give other people 
the experience. He wanted to fly people out. You know, you guys paid for who was it that you guys that, that came out? Oh, and, we, we, had, we, had, we know we had a night. There was Steve. And again, it's not it's we just you know, it's one of those is Steve. Uh, we're just fortunate enough that we were able to we were able to sponsor somebody to come. Exactly. It was so, amazing. But that, it was, and it, yeah. And again, it was and he would it was completely. I mean, again, we're not getting into it here. It, it was just one of those things that it, we, we he approached me and I'm like, oh, and I it was just something I could have done and something he did. And and we were able to get a whole bunch of people in on it. It was really great. And, and, and that's and, a community, man. That's, that's exactly you know, that's what it's about. It's about having those experiences. It comes back to what we're talking about, you know, sitting rise of Skywalker or going to celebration, whatever. It's about the community, but the experiences that we've all been able to have over the last couple of years. And, you know, even, you know, Rob, uh, Rob X, as we call him, the, uh, the promotion you did with the coins and all that. Oh yeah. Uh, absolutely yeah. fantastic. You know, and I know that was, that was supported by the community and all that, you, you know, selling them off and in support of the children's foundation out there in BC and just unreal that there's that type of, of work going on within the community and able to give back. We did the toy drive this year that Rob gave gave toys to. So it's 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 unreal. And I just that's the thing I love the most about Star Wars almost. You know, I love the films and all that, but all of this that's come out of it is, you know, some it's the, of, pos- it's the positive community. And exactly. that's and Rick, you were mentioning um uh Mr. Positivity himself, Neil Lowry. Uh, I got to meet him in in Chicago t- too. We actually presented him with the 2019 <laughs> Star Wars Commonwealth Positivity Award. Yeah. And it was just, it was one of it's just so awesome. But anyway, yeah, anyway, yeah, our community, if for those not in the know, if they're, if they're getting real tired of a lot of negativity, uh, the Star Wars Commonwealth, we've discussed this off mic that pushing forward, we're just, we want to be, if you love what you love, and we cover all the bases here, we have people into the comics, into legends, into, into it, all the all the different niche, all the TV shows, all the movies, all the like collecting. Yeah, we have a we have a we have a five hundred first member. We have a astromech builder. We yes, have we anything do. you want. We have it ready for you. But to end, real, I'm going to throw it to you. I know Rob, you're looking at saying something, but um, to we're going to go a little bit longer on this episode. But I would be remiss if I didn't. 2019 was a big year for myself and my Vancouver or my BC counterpart. Uh, you you became officially for those following along a five hundred first member. I think in two thousand nineteen, right? It was a year ago. Last year, yeah. yeah. And I, in November, I came up in the rear, much to your inspiration. I'm an, I'm an, I'm official astromech builder because I built an R two D two, and <laughs> you 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 know. And the only reason I'm saying that, I'm not trying to. Yeah, I, mean, no, I wasn't. I'm sorry. I wasn't laughing at that. I was laughing. There's the there's a joke about two sentences back that Roman podcast would have really picked up on. Oh yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. So but it's a different. I, I'm different aware podcast. of that. Yeah, yeah. But so, but uh, again, a couple years of three, two, three years in the making. So uh, congratulations, and now you've had a, a year <laughs> yes. under your belt. So I'm going to ask you while we we're going to end this show just on trooping and what that does what you're over that right shoulder of rob there too oh yeah yeah got my bucket i I tried to put it on but i couldn't get the (laughs) microphone on and stuff like that so um sorry i apologize the question was well no i just give you you've 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 had this whole ongoing saga 501st rookie Uh, all we everybody can follow the videos everybody can catch you online everybody can see your 
what, and, and you've had setbacks throughout that, that time. And again, I'm, I, I'm, I feel you because I'm a dad, I'm a husband, I have a job, I have a lot of responsibilities, but I had this R2, like your armor, being built over the last two and a half years. And now in 2019, we cross that finish line. Now again, armor and R2s are never 90, 100% done. They're always 99% done. We get them presentable. So uh, what was, how was that like? You, you crossed the finish line. Now you're, you're, you're in, you're in the, you're in the 501st mm -hmm. and you're trooping right. and now you've been to a, a few cons. And so was it everything you hoped kind of like, well, first of all, it's funny because on oh, my shoulder is the bucket, but behind that is my boot, which is broken. And uh, <laughs> yeah. so I have to fix that. So it's, it, as you were saying, it's never, it's a never ending uh, work uh, piece of work, but um it's been a year. And, uh, when I did the last video, when I thought it was the last video of my very first troop in Victoria and, um, blubbering and, and like, a <laughs> all over it, uh, I thought that was going to be it. And, but then, you know, I, I, at least it for the videos, but, um, I decided that, uh, I was watching people like, uh, Alaska Vader, uh, who is Darth Vader in Alaska. If that didn't, if it oh, we got clear that, yeah. enough for you, uh, I watched his vlogs and I really enjoyed watching his vlogs and how he, he would just show what he did as, as a troop. And I was like, you know what, this is a lot of fun. I can do this as well. And I, I did a little bit of that just after my first uh, troop and I was kind of doing things like that, but they were kind of long, long to edit, long to watch. Um, sorry, everybody. But, um, but I decided, you know what, I'm going to do short vlogs of Outer Rim Rookie and just kind of, here's what I'm doing today. Here's what I'm doing here. Here's what I'm doing there. And it got a lot of uh, positive response and not just from my friends in the Outer Rim Garrison, but also I, I had people like contact me off air and obviously off air, but uh, contacting me and saying, you know what, I'm inspired now. I want to do this. And I was able to meet like, for example, Terry from one of my last videos, he came to the fan expo from Kamloops. And that's a, that's a long way away. It's a few hours drive. You don't, mm -hmm. you just, it's not a day trip. And he came down to do trooping and um, he was inspired by t uh, Terry Chu, my partner of the uh, Rim rookie he was inspired by me and his own inspiration as well. And it was nice to meet him and nice to contact, uh, get, keep in contact you talk about community it, you're building this community of people who want to do this for good i mean all the things that you guys have been talking about um supporting somebody uh buying staying in line and getting a figure for this guy raising money for for these people this is what we should be doing as a normal human community of people 100 uh, and and this is why I like about uh, the positive part of Star Wars. This is this is the stuff that I focus on. I ignore all that BS that's online, and I focus on I I make my own positivity to and and that's why I guess again Neil is just an awesome dude. We we and this is what this is, and this is what uh, the Adam Rookie has been able to do for me. I've been able to reach out to other people, teach other people. I don't have a lot of list uh, followers or, or or viewers, and I don't give a crap about that as long as i get to the ones that need to hear the message i want to hear i want people to understand this is what i do this is how we help community this is how we can help others and especially in times like this when you see people who are the most vulnerable having to seclude themselves while others just kind of go to the beach and party and it's just like you're missing the point you're mm -hmm. missing the point of those who need help this is not about you so when I, so going back to what you're saying, Rob, um, doing this for a whole year, 
and really meeting kids who needed help and meeting adults who have kids that need help and just being adults who need help or need an outlet or need to give back. I don't know how to give back. I, I don't know how to break this, this, this feeling of emptiness. I don't know how to do something. I need, I need to fulfill my life with something. And that's how I got into it. I need to be more fulfilled. And this has given me such a level of happiness and fulfillment that is um, only second next to the birth of my son. Uh, and it's just like, I feel so positive about life when I'm in that bucket and mm-hmm. helping others. And, uh, and it, it's, it's tough because right now we're not allowed to do this. It was tough, not, not, not trooping. And, and we had a whole line of things going on and it's tough not to do that because it's not just tough for me because I'm missing out, but there are charities that need this help. There are, there are people that need money for support and they're not getting it right now. Yep. And I know where we have to figure out what is more important. And yes, this is uh, making sure that people who are vulnerable right now are safe, but it's also, it's just like, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. bummer. It's not just, and I hear you. I was supposed to be right now at Toronto comic-con as not. Yeah, it was supposed to be. Oh, but yeah. And and that was, I was all set up and I was getting the exhibitor pass and here we go. Like, you know, it's just a different thing. And again, I'm the astromech builder. Like I mentioned earlier, I finished my R2 in November and, and Rob, he is, he is gorgeous. He loves I, and what the people don't realize is when you're a 501st member or, or part of the rebels or, or part or an astromech builder, when they meet, when you got in a real authentic, um, uh, armor or you got a real authentic droid people, it's like they're meeting that person they've been watching on the screen. I, I, I took mine when I first finished mine, I took it out to my local mall and I took it early Sunday morning before the mall opened. Just well with all the mall walkers, just to kind of give them a, a test run in the, out in the public. And then the mall opened and it took me hours to get out because everybody was taking <laughs> selfies with my R2. Like he's this little celebrity. And I, there was a young lady, she was 20 if she was a day and she was almost in tears. And she's like, I can't believe I almost called in sick today because she was working at one of the hair salons. And she's like, this is the best thing ever. It's like she was meeting R2 and I'm like, and I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm controlling them. Right. But anyway, but I didn't ruin them. Kenny <laughs> Baker isn't inside of this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, but it's just, it's the joy that it brings people and not to mention, like you said, Rob, all the money that's raised through these outfits yeah. is just, it's nothing but positive. And it's been, I, I would just, I just wanted to mention that, you know, this show, because when you were, you've done a lot of episodes, even on your generation X wing, and you're talking about, you get that part in the mail and then you got to paint it, but you got to make a cut. And it's like, you only got really one shot at it. And it's yeah. like, I have to just close my eyes and do it because you can't practice doing it. It's like one of those things. And I was like, I was following along right with you. And I'm, and when <laughs> you made that final push, I'm like, I got to get mine done too. And anyway, it just, it's, that um, that it's final awesome. push, that final push brought me out of a lot of negative feelings, negative thoughts, negative uh, emotions. Um, we all have things that go on in our lives, and uh, and there was a whole period of time where nothing was being done, and it was just because life got in the way, and uh, it got me out of that. That yep. it, it got me out of uh, falling into areas that I didn't want to get into, and so. You know, it's just, it's, 
it's inspiring when you're you're doing something good. And then like the last con we did, we raised we were two dollars and twenty two dollars and a nickel short of ten thousand wow. dollars for charity, uh, two different charities. And it's just like, and we were just all we were doing was in costume. People want to take a picture of us or shoot me in the head with a Nerf gun. Yep. That was it. That's all for we had. Punching baby Yoda for punching <laughs> baby Yoda. Yes. <laughs> And, you know, it's just, it's just a lot of fun. So if there's something that I can say, you know, kind of where we're at right now, you know, we talk about how we as, you know, a bunch of nerds who 30, 40 years ago wouldn't have congregated in the same way. Um, probably, you know, looking at the grander scheme of everything that's happening right now uh, with the world, I had mentioned this on, um, on Blue Harvest on their latest show um, and happy birthday, Hollis Burkhart, today's his birthday. But the, the idea that, you know, Star Wars thematically from episode one into episode nine starts off with this idea of a symbiosis, how two things need each other to coexist. And in the end, whether you like the idea or not, there's this idea of a dyad of two people's coming together to face a larger enemy or whatever it is, we're at a point now in the larger human history kind of scale of things where we're being told to not come together. We're not being, we're, we're being told to stay apart because it, it's a matter of public health and things that, that we do as a fandom talking online to other people or taking a little bit of time to put out a podcast as a distraction for things is a way to, to maybe help people say like, listen, we're going to get through all of this. It's not easy. And yes, you know, charities need uh, financial backing and, and, and they need to see faces in places to put smiles on the, on the faces of people who need it or, um, <clears throat> you know, not being, not falling into the whims of, of a negative media cycle or whatever is out there. Having something like Star Wars, to have that larger theme of, like I said, symbiosis and disconnecting also has that theme of hope um, running all the way through it. And we kind of, we're living in a very weird, scary time right now. And, yeah, we are. you know, for, for everything that's going on, you know, if we can do this for an hour and 15 minutes or an hour and 20 minutes to help try to take people's minds off of things and, and, do away with the stresses of what's becoming a normal everyday life, at least temporarily, you know, that's kind of what people need. And, you know, I'm glad to be able to have the community that we have and not just the Star Wars Commonwealth, but Star Wars fandom in general. Yes. Um, the friends that we've made over the last couple of years so that behind the scenes and DMs or in phone calls or FaceTimes or whatever you're doing, you can talk to people who might be feeling a little anxious right now um, about what's happening. And that's having this social networking platform where we don't have to be in the same room to share our concerns. Um, And for us specifically, it would not have happened if it wasn't for star Wars or general nerddom that again, we grew up where maybe we got picked on for liking a thing a little too long, or we were reading comic books at a time when it wasn't cool or whatever the case was. Um, Now we have a platform where it's kind of like the hell with that. We can be nerds, but also be humans and take the time to say like, hey, we're going to be all right. Your family's great. Thanks for that thing. You made me feel great after you said the thing, whatever it is. Um, 
And for my part, you know, I like the idea of being able to tune into a show and have it kind of, you know, in a weird kind of posterity to say that like, man, it, it's it's a little window into the time that we were living in. And I'm grateful for this right now. So thank you, Mr. Cast, for putting this together. You know, even we've talked about, you know, having other shows, you know, going on um, unrelated to just current events. But um, I love this. I love that, you know, we can do something like this. Um, and, oh, and, my, and my pleasure. And, 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 and more so. to yeah, more to that point. This is this is exactly what the roundtable was all about. It was about to get. It was a. It was a, a chance for me to squeeze my, put my foot in the podcast, the Star Wars podcasting door, which I wanted desperately, <laughs> but I didn't want to undertake the whole publishing, because I have that going on. But uh, secondly, it was trying to get. It was wanting to get Knights of the Commonwealth, and we don't like to say fans. We're all listeners and we're all friends. Like no one's a fan of the other guy. It's just weird. But we like to have our listeners come on with us and get a chance to 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 podcast and see what it's like and and talk to other people that you that are li- we're literally in your ears every week for an, half an hour an hour and it's it's kind of cool we've had lots of people on this show that were nervous coming on for the first time and then they went off and started their own podcast i mean there's a few of them out there that and they're still going it's it's and it's for me it's weird it's like kind of like oh did we plant that seed well, no, but we can kind of take credit for it, right? That's where they, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I completely, I agree with you hundred percent. And you know what? I, we couldn't end it any better. I'm really glad we have this community. I'm glad we get to all hang out because uh, for Rob X and I, if we were hanging out with you guys in the eighties, it'd be weird. Um, just because we are <laughs> a little bit older than you. <laughs> so I'm, I'm glad that we've all met now, you know what I mean? Cause you know, it's just, you know, are we still using phrasing? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so space freezing. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and again, uh, for every, everybody that's jumped in on the chat, everybody that's uh, watching now, and anybody that's listening in the future when this drops on the uh, Talk Star Wars uh, feed, uh, thanks for hanging out. Um, we're gonna do a few more of these depending on how long this uh, this self quarantining and stuff goes on. But uh, you know, I I just want to mention, I'm sure for all all four of us here, like just you know. We're all around, hop into our, slide into our DMs. You know, and I'm not being weird. It just, if you just want to hang out, cool. Freezing. Like we're, somebody's, we're all over the world. So somebody's <laughs> always up, right? You know, I mean, like some, somebody's always going to be there to answer, answer. Hey, you up? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was up. Disney plus and chill. <laughs> Disney plus and chill. <laughs> well, okay. You know what? On that note, I'm going to swing around. chill. I'm going to swing around. frozen, so. Rick ended it so nicely and then, you know, and then I'm off the rails. Yeah. Off the rails. <laughs> you know. So uh, I'm going to start with Rick. Uh, we're going to go around the horn. Um, if anybody wants to, uh, you mean slide into your DMS or just uh, catch you on Twitter, where can people find you on social media? Uh, you can find me personally at Cat Bain's Bounty. Um, you can also listen to me once a month or so uh, chatting up with Kyle on uh, Tumbling Saber. Uh, oh, the other show, yeah. Show called uh, Cannon <laughs> Pod. We've got one plan uh, to record at the end of this month. It uh, should be a lot of fun. Um, yes, the other show that uh, that name that was named by a super cool and handsome guy, um, me. And nice. um, I am also uh, every once in a while showing up on a. Uh, a show called uh, the Drunken Menace podcast, and uh, which is a lot of fun. <laughs> so, 
That's what Apparently you're working for the techno union by the sounds of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, no problem. No, this and believe me, this the, for the round table, this is dicey at best. And and again, for all for all the round table listeners, they know audio quality. We're we're literally every show is different. It's not like the three of us are getting together next week and doing the same thing. This is it's one of those things that gets set up. Um, Rob X, Generation X Wing. Uh, I know Trooping's on hold for a little bit, but uh, tell us uh, about all your good stuff that you got going on online. So you can find uh, my podcast, Generation X-Wing, uh, anywhere we listen to podcasts, uh, Star Wars Commonwealth Network. Uh, you can also find, we have a YouTube channel where um, I'm doing, it's mostly me doing videos, but uh, I'm the Outer Rim Rookie. You can find on our Generation X-Wing YouTube page. And it's just, again, information about the 501st, how to join, how to build a scout trooper costume, and what I do on a, on a typical troop or prepare for a troop or just the life of a 501st member. Uh, the Generation X-Wing podcast also has two other... Uh, 501st members as well, Steve Three and Jamie Pellrider. So uh, if you have any questions, you can contact one of us three. And then, of course, Neil Sharma is uh, our other co-host, and uh, we're trying to push him into joining as well. He'd make a great Lando or a Wilro Hood. Uh, other than that, though, um, the the YouTube channel's got hopefully going to have some more stuff. we got uh, episodes coming out uh, hopefully every week. Um, we're we're going to be podcasting via Skype and stuff like that now. So it's going to be a little bit, a um, little bit new for us next little while, but uh, we're just going to have a lot of fun. We talk star Wars as well as other uh, 1980s and nineties fun stuff. I think top, I don't know when this is coming out, but I think we're going to be doing top gun and, uh, and Jamie's hosting an episode, which is oh, going to be wow. really cool too. Yeah, so he's he's been uh, talking about hosting. So he did a Generation Next Wing a GXW versus trivia contest uh, just a couple weeks ago, so which was a lot of fun. But uh, yeah, there you go. And obviously, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all that great stuff. Awesome, uh, Tim. Where uh, hey. where, where where can people find you and listen to to you? <laughs> yeah, you can find me every Thursday um, at the the Nerd RM. That's on Twitter, and we got our our episodes that drop the Nerd Room podcast every single thursday um we're transitioning a bit here from we usually do in person stuff you can see behind me for those in the video that's our table where the four of us myself sanjay troy and carlos hit the hit the mics to talk about stars marvel and dc with the news and all that kind of dwindling out here over the next few weeks we're going to transition a bit into to, to looking back at the some movies and that tv shows figure collecting and all that uh we're all big collectors here uh, kind of an eclectic mix of individuals at the mic every single week with uh, varying opinions and all that. So we have a, an absolute blast there and we'd appreciate you guys come check us out if you haven't already. And you can find Instagram or Twitter at the nerd RM. And uh, I think Rob is uh, just volunteered there to give me all of his power of the forest and phantom menace figures. I'm yeah. so okay. on it. Yeah, I'll link every one of them for you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you can check us out there and uh, yeah, we're always talking stars, Marvel, DC and we're always hanging out on uh on the on Twitter here, hashtag Twitter gang and all that, uh, hashtag we the nerd. And uh, yeah, so that's that's where you can find me. Awesome. Um, myself, you can find myself. I am at Robert MM cast on Twitter and on Instagram. Also, too, on Instagram or on sometimes on not very much on Twitter, but mostly on Instagram. I've started the hashtag Rob's R2. And basically, what I'm doing, I'm not doing a video series like like Rob X, but I'm kind of if you follow Rob's art, hashtag Rob's R2, I just started it. There's not a whole lot up there yet. If whenever somebody meets my R2 and takes a picture with them, a selfie, which happens a lot, but for those that are, that put it online and they can use that hashtag and that way I can kind of cr- see, hopefully in the next few years, I'll be able to look back at hashtag Rob's R2 and see, you know, my, uh, 
the adventures my R2's been on. <laughs> is that letter R number two or the word R2? No, it's uh it's uh Rob's R O B S R and then two. Oh, excellent. A new numeric two. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, check that out if you want. Uh again, uh, I have a weekly show, the Roman Podcast. It is not Star Wars, and it is it's uh, <laughs> it's for <laughs> it's 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 a certain required taste, but it's not for kids. Let's just say lots that. of so phrasing, tons of phrasing and innuendo and all sorts of stuff. So, but my good buddy bucks. Roman and I, we've been doing it. We just put out two hundred and eight episodes straight without missing a week. That is and hard to do for those yeah. podcasters out there. That is hard I've, to do. We when we crossed that two hundred, it was like just such a relief. Now it's like. It's almost like we got that Cal Ripken thing. It's like, huh, how long are we gonna go? <laughs> you know, it just well, we're, it's, it's crazy. Like we've we've for four years never missed a week. Now we haven't had an episodic release. It's been a, like if we can, yeah. a review goes in or whatever. But it's a ton of work, man. It and is. It's, it's, it is. It's and, admirable. And, you guys made it there too. Like, it's and you crazy. guys appreciate it exactly. It's one of those things. So, but anyway, um, check that out. Uh, at if you're following this live stream on Twitter, it is we're jumping on my Roman Potting cast. Twitter feed to do this because this is kind of a special COVID-19 thing. They said in there and I had all the stuff set up for Roman and I, so I warned Roman earlier. I'm like, I'm jumping on our feet. So Freezing. we're going to do some nerdy star Wars just stuff. Suck so it up, Roman. Yeah, exactly. If you don't Freezing. like it too bad, like this is happening. So check me out there. Don't forget, um, uh, Rob Wade, the guy that talks star Wars that makes all this happen. He lets Admiral. me pick. Yep. The Admiral, he makes me, he lets me piggyback on the talk star Wars feed to bring you the, the round table. And I'm, I'm forever appreciative of that. And don't forget to check out emotionally 14. I know the nerd rooms sponsored by them. Uh, Rome podcast is sponsored by them. Talk star Wars, of course, and a whole bunch of other great shows. Be sure to check out emotionally 14.com. Uh, it's the numeric 14.com and check out all the good stuff they have there. So, uh, until next time, hey, you, you might get one real soon if we're, if we're still in lockdown because we got nothing else better to do. So uh, for Rick, finally, we got you on the roundtable. Thanks so much. And, of course, Rob and Tim, thanks for coming back. Thank and, you. And uh, we'll, uh, everybody just, you know, hang with us and stay safe. And uh, we'll, we'll catch you next time. So later. Cheers. 